0: Hey, everyone. It's your host, Anahat O'Connor. By now, you've hopefully heard our latest episode of Body Unboxed by Pearson about food allergies. But what you really need to hear are the scientific details. So we asked Dr. Joan to read some of the chapters from her Pearson textbook, Nutrition and You, as special bonus content for our listeners. Enjoy. Hi, Dr. Joan here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. So let's talk more about of food allergies. So, a food allergy is an abnormal physical reaction of the immune system in response to the consumption of a particular food allergen. Food allergens are proteins that are not broken down during cooking or by the gastric acid in your stomach, better known as gastric juices and enzymes in the body during digestion. Because they are not degraded or broken down, they enter the body intact and can cause an allergic reaction if the immune system perceives the allergen as a foreign invader. A food allergy reaction occurs in two stages. The first stage is when you get become sensitized, followed by the actual response, allergic reaction stage. In this first stage, the food allergen may not provoke a reaction, but simply introduce itself to the person's immune system. In response, the immune system creates an army of antibodies that enter the blood and stand ready for the next time that allergen appears. The antibodies attach to a masked cell, setting the stage for a potential future allergic reaction. In the second stage, the allergic reaction stage, food allergens come into contact with these mast cells, which release chemicals, including histamine, that trigger reactions in the body where most cells are most prevalent. This stage can only occur when a person is exposed to the food allergen for a second and subsequent times. In sensitive individuals, even a very small amount of the allergen can trigger a reaction reactions can appear as quickly as a few minutes after eating the food. In fact, itchiness in the mouth may occur as soon as the food touches the tongue. After the food reaches the stomach and begins to be digested, vomiting and or diarrhea can result, not exactly a day at the beach. When proteins from the food enter the blood, the food allergens can cause a drop in blood pressure, which can be very, very serious. When the allergens are near the skin, hives can develop as the allergens make their way to the lungs, a person may have difficulty breathing, which is extremely serious. Eggs, milk, and peanuts are the most common sources of food allergens in children. In adults, shellfish, peanuts, tree nuts, fish, wheat, soy, and eggs are the most common sources of allergen. And as you heard in the podcast episodes, sesame seeds are soon to be added to this list. These foods together cause 90% of all reactions to food allergens. The good news is that some children will outgrow the reaction to milk, eggs, or soy, but they generally do not outgrow a peanut allergy. In the past, medical experts and organizations such as the American Academy of Pediatrics have advised against introducing so-called highly allergic foods, such as eggs, peanuts, and peanut products, until a child celebrated their first birthday. Now we know, based on the recent science, that there's no convincing evidence for delaying the introduction of specific, highly allergenic foods. In fact, as you heard from the podcast, there's even evidence that delaying the introduction of solid foods may actually increase the risk of food allergies, not reduce it. And you saw that in the episode about peanuts, actually introducing it early and consistently may actually reduce the incidence of peanut allergies later on in life by leaps and bounds particularly for infants at high risk for food allergies, those with severe eczema or a family history. Introducing allergens at four to six months may reduce the risk of developing an allergy. Based on this new evidence, the American Academy of Pediatrics, as you well heard, now recommends the introduction of peanut products from one year to six months. So we're no longer waiting for that first birthday. Rather, they're introducing these peanut products early on in the infant stage to reduce the risks. Research suggests that the prevalence of food allergies among children has increased over the last decade. Estimates suggest that currently, get ready for this, One in 13 children in the United States have at least one food allergy. The reason for the increase in food allergy prevalence is not really well known or understood. However, one hypothesis is that the increase may be due in part for better diagnostic practices, environmental changes, and the way that food manufacturing has processed their food. Determining the cause of the rise in food allergy is an active area of research, and thank goodness for that. In the United States, the prevalence of emergency room visits due to food allergy-linked anaphylactic reactions, and anaphylactic reactions are severe and often life threatening They can cause vomiting and constriction of narrowing of the airways in the lungs, which inhibits breathing. Those that care for children with food allergies often carry a syringe injector of epinephrine, also known as adrenaline, to be administered in the event of a severe reaction. Epinephrine constricts blood vessels, relaxes the muscles in the lung to help with breathing, and also decreases swelling and hives. Thanks again for listening to this audio version of the Pearson textbook, Nutrition and You. On our next episode of Body Unboxed, we're talking all about supplements. So make sure to subscribe.